Welcome to the Foul Vine Podcast with Sarah and Scotty Moe, where everything wine and baseball is in fair territory. Today we are drinking a South African Pinotage, recapping week six of the 2023 season and discussing vibes around the league. Grab a glass and join us. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth, uh, red wine, that's good for my health, uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's, uh, allow me to introduce myself, I said, Sarah, welcome back. Thanks, Scotty. Where were you, by the way? Italia. I mentioned it on last week's, um, marathon of an episode, Mm. um, pretty jealous, um, I wish I was in Italy too, but what did you do? What was your favorite part? Give the uh, listeners yeah. some recap. Okay, we went to Rome, saw all the things the Romans did, did as the Romans did. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Good start. Sprinted there in a day. And then the next day we went to Florence. Firenze. Firenze, see. Um, awesome. Really good food there really cool just like the Ponte Vecchio and Uffizi and everything there was awesome um definitely need more time did you buy some leather I did I bought leather loafers handmade from Stefano his name was yeah sounds reliable yeah (laughs) he literally just looked at my foot like he didn't measure it at all and was like I know the size and like gave me (laughs) the shoe and then Connor goes oh man you really have the eye he goes no i have the experience you have the eye you just don't have the experience (laughs) (laughs) that's an incredible quote (laughs) yeah it was awesome um then we went to cinque terre or no then we went to tuscany then we went to siena well florence is in tuscany so then we went to siena and stayed in this little villa outside um which was really awesome it was amazing it had been in this woman's family since the 17th century and there was like an old floor artifact in our room we were staying in the old like church part of the villa um that was really cool really good wine obviously um in siena and we went near cortana we went to a winery um so i'm having wine shipped back from the winery we did a tasting at um, oh yeah baldetti vineyards and i really it was really awesome. Cool experience. We toured the winery, did a wine tasting, made friends with the, the our sommelier named Eduardo. I had him record a little something for us. So, oh, hell yeah. Um, that'll play when we when we get those in. They haven't been shipped in yet, so just save that for that. That episode? For that episode when that comes around. Um, yeah. What kind of wine, wine did you drink? A lot of Syrah. Mm. Um which is very fitting um, for me. A lot of Sangiovese, so a lot of Chianti, Chianti Classico, Chianti Classico Reserva, Multipucciano, a lot of Rosso's, um, a lot of good. I was drowning in wine, as you said, as I should be. It was amazing. We uh, Cinque Terre was great. It was just, the views were incredible. It was just rainy and cold. Please tell me you had pesto. Did have pesto. Oh my gosh, pesto gnocchi. Or Noki, I guess is how they say it. Um, yeah, I love Cinque Terre. And then we went to the island of Elba, Isola de Elba, or Elba Island, which was where Napoleon was exiled to. No way. Um, and he reportedly like tried or escaped like twice or three times wow. and tried to escape. But the island was beautiful. So I was like, Napoleon, you got it. <laughs> what there. are you trying to escape? Yeah, exactly. Trying to escape to there. Yeah, exactly. It was epic. We 
rented mopeds and scooted around, went to different beaches, had really good seafood, um, seafood pasta there, and saw amazing sunsets. And then last day, went to Rome, confessed all our sins, went to the Vatican. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Your soul is cleansed. And my soul is cleansed with (laughs) wine and pasta. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, definitely need to go back, though. Yeah. No, I'm jealous. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. Um, I heard a ridiculous statement. Since you just came back, I want to ask you this question. Okay. A uh, player for the Philadelphia 76ers, PJ Tucker, said that Italian food in America is better than Italian food in Italy. Whoa. Crazy hot take. Hot take, yeah. I would say. Some, uh, some is, but it's because you're used to like pizza this way and not like pizza on a huge thick focaccia slice yeah right? and like, they also like don't cut up their pizza i mean no they one literally does cut it or with scissors with, yeah, with scissors, yeah. which is actually how you're supposed to do it um the pasta is so much better there so yeah. much fresher the chicken parm is an american meal it's not an italian meal so maybe that's what he's thinking i, I thought maybe he had fettuccine at some like touristy place in rome yeah. or something like that because that's also not really like an italian oh dish. my gosh i had the best are uh, at cacio e pepe arancini oh oh uh-huh arancini uh-huh in rome and it was like the size you can get arancini like on every street it's awesome it's, it's amazing the best. and yeah. gelato oh yeah. the gelato was the best i've ever had i came back and i was like i don't want to eat the ice cream in the fridge <laughs> this is <laughs> this trash. isn't real ice cream <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was good thanks for holding down the fort along yeah Balvine while i was away um shout out to adam Thanks for uh, filling in for me. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Uh, We missed you and glad to have you back. Yeah, glad to be back. So yeah, what are we drinking today? Because I haven't had wine since Italy, so I need some. So here we go. (laughs) I, you know, was looking for a wine the other day for this episode and I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm famous for bringing in the imported reds, right? You know, I don't. Who brings in an ex, uh, domestic red? Scotty Moe doesn't, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so I was like, what country have we not tried a wine from yet? Mm. South Africa yeah. caught my attention. I'm here for it. They're known for their Syrahs. Okay. Um, this is a Pinotage. And let me tell you about it. This is the 2019 First Lady Pinotage. That's the name of it from Warwick Winery okay. in Stellenbosch, South Africa. It's a suburb of Cape Town. Okay, cool. Um so a pinotage is a okay. South African grape. Okay, cool. Um, it was cultivated there in 1925 Whoa. as a cross between a Pinot Noir and a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it wrong, but um, Sinsaut grape, C-I-N-S-A-U-T. Sure. Um, but in South Africa, it's known as a hermitage, okay. hermitage grape. Um, that's where the name Pinotage comes from, Pinot and uh, Hermitage. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so the Warwick Winery uh, is in... Um, a suburb of Cape Town. And for 200 years, this land belonged to a fruit farm. And then in 1964, the Ratcliffe family came in and rescued the land. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a fruit farm. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, and it was Norma Ratcliffe and her husband, Stan. Uh, they established the first ever Cape blend, which I'm assuming is some type of red blend. Mm. Um, and uh, they released their first, and it, it was released in 1984. 20 years after acquiring the land, they took them a while to perfect the wine. Yeah. Um, they This wine won multiple international wine awards, Ooh. appeared on some of the most prestigious wine lists, and also became the wine of choice for James Bond in one of his movies. Whoa. So. Is this an expensive bottle? 
So this, I'm talking about the Cape Blend, not the right. one we have today. Oh, okay. um, I'm assuming it is. It's okay. on a lot of prestigious international wine lists. Yeah. yeah, or the Cape Blend, excuse me. But yeah, so this wine, the First Lady, uh, is a tribute to Norma Ratcliffe, Warwick founder and pioneer in the South African wine industry. Cool. I'm excited to try it. I love it. I love the name. Pinotage, never heard of it or had it, so I'm excited. Should be good. Plus, I need one. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I think I've tried a Pinotage. Uh, my girlfriend and I did a uh, wine subscription a couple times. There were deals and would get like 12 bottles yeah. for like you know, $80 or something. Something ridiculous. And um, I think I had tried a Pinotage in one of those before, but it, I don't remember. That's also what was crazy about Italy is how... Hold on. Oh. Yeah, eh, not the best, but be not the worst. Um, how cheap the wine is there. Oh, it's, it's cheaper than water. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And it's really good. Yeah. That's what... It was just mind-boggling. I just had the best Caccio e Pepe and, like, a multiple Chiano for 15 euro. Like, what? Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It was so good. And we walked everywhere, too, so you don't worry about, like, eating pasta for every meal. You know, it's crazy. Like, the food there, um, I I just read something the other day and saw a video on TikTok about how um, Italians are so much healthier because you'd think, oh, all they do is eat carbs. But one, they walk everywhere. And two, the food is just so fresh and better for you than it is here. Even the water is better for you there. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, we should move to Sicily. I plan on it (laughs) (laughs) alrighty ASMR I like the color ooh heavy pours only from Scotty you sound like you really wanted this wine I mean I do I'm I'm quite thirsty it is wine Wednesday I like the color as well it's a deep deep red a burgundy if you will matches the the label We'll, we'll post the photo of it smells good smells very fruity not too smoky or oaky what do you smell mm, smelling um blueberries mm, yeah definitely fruity fruit yeah definitely fruity maybe some I get chocolate a little spice yeah like, maybe some chocolate a little bit mm-hmm all right, I'm going to sip it. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I'm I'm tasting cherries. I'm tasting lots of berries. Yeah. Like a nice berry berry juice, berry this cocktail. Definitely uh sour, got a little bit of a sour taste to it. I mm. think that's the fruit. Not for me. To me, it's more smoky. Like I get the mm. spices more when I taste it. I do get the chocolate though, yeah. like or like the dessert, the dessert mm-hmm. tasting, the sweetness. I wouldn't say it's very tannic. I, yeah, I do get the sour note at this off for the second sip. I got a ping of that. Yeah, sour. it's like it's like a ping. Yeah, yeah it's totally. All right, good pick. All righty. Um, I also see here on the back of the bottle is vegan friendly, which love that too. We love that. So, for all those vegans who are into baseball and wine. Get yourself a Warwick First Lady Pinotash. 
Absolutely. We will be sipping on this throughout the episode while we discuss week five. Yeah, and I need to catch up. I feel like I've missed so much I, I know you've watched a lot of baseball while you're over there, right? No. Um, I hate to disappoint you, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. We'll catch you up. Okay, that's what I'm here for. Be caught up. Um, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Salud. Salud. Didn't even cheers. I'm rusty. Alrighty, um, welcome back. We are going to go th- start with American League like usual mm-hmm. and recap the last week of games. So our weekend series and then our week uh, series or w- midweek series, I guess you want to call it. Um, starting in the AL East, of course, as always, we start with the New York <laughs> Yankees, Sarah. They lose two or three from Tampa this weekend, but they they were very close to winning that series. They were up 6 nothing Sunday. Um you know, I was really uh, encouraged by their play with Judge out. Um, Harrison Bader has been a huge spark for the team. Yeah. Um, Volpe continues to hit the ball hard, guys. Don't look at the batting average. He's, like, on top of the exit velo boards. He, I feel like he's running into a lot of bad luck, but it's encouraging that he's hitting the ball hard. Um, and Garrett Cole with his first no decision of the year. He was up 6-2 going into the six on Sunday. Sucks for him. He, he loves those wins. <laughs> he loves wins. Gave up five earned runs. But then this week, start today, the Yankees sweep the Oakland A's as they should. Exactly. Thank that, you. Yeah. They played really well. Anthony Volpe grand slam yeah, today. Yeah, love that for him. Um, he's three for three with, um, on his sh- in his short career with bases loaded with seven RBIs. So, hey, getting it do- to the job done. Tony Alavolpe. Yeah, t- <laughs> Penny Alavolpe. <laughs> Great nickname. Um, but, yeah, so the Yankees are, you know, a couple games above 500. Um, they have a series with the Rays in New York this weekend. Let's bounce back. Yeah, that's, that's going to be huge for them because right now they sit – at the bottom, yeah, that's right. Above Scotty. 500, though. I know that's what's crazy about the AL East. It's mm. just not even fair because the yeah. Yankees, who are now 21 and 17, sit at the bottom of the AL East, and that's a first place record in the AL Central. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. I think they'd run away with a, both of the Centrals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, I think there's a couple teams in the division are gonna are, that are gonna fall off here, like the Red Sox. I think like the Red Sox. Should we move on to the Red yeah, Sox? Yeah, let's get into them. So they take two of three in Philly. Um, you know, Sell had he's been going back and forth with some bad outings, good outings. He K'd ten. Masataka Yoshida making a good case for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he's looking good. Sixteen game hit streak going in through the weekend. Um, I'm not sure if he snapped that this week, but um, yeah, Boston looks they're exceeding my expectations right now. Yeah, I think they're exceeding everyone's expectations. The fact that they're not in the cellar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think they are in the middle of a series right now. Um, they are. They are playing the Braves. You mean middle of a game? This is one I did not take notes on yet. Wow, Scott, come on. So the, <laughs> the Braves won uh, yesterday's game 9-3, uh, to three, and then they're playing right now, and I believe they have a game tomorrow. No, it's only a two-game series. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was confused when you said they're in the middle of it, but... Yeah. Yeah. So it's a two-game series. Yeah, it's one of those weird two-game series, Johnny's. Um, 
they could split it today or lose both in Atlanta. Um, it's a good test for them. But um, moving on to Tampa, they continue to just kill it. They are 29-8 and eight as of right now. That's a ridiculous record they're for baseball. They're so good. Um, they, uh, how about there's a new section at Tropica- Tropicana, section 141 in the outfield. It's uh, called Randyland. Mm. Also, nice. not to be confused with Randy Lane in Pittsburgh. Not that <laughs> anyone knows about that. I mean, the real ones know, The real Scotty. ones know. Um, but if Randy homers, the fans get a free water, Coke, or beer. In the first game of Randy Lane, in his first at bat, Randy Hobart. Of course he did. Of, of course, course he, he did. did. He's a man of the people. Um, the Rays are also 22-1 and one when they score first in That's the game. That's insane. So. Who was the 1-1 one, one against? I think it was the Yankees. I'm oh, just curious. You don't have to know. Yeah, I think it was uh, the one game the Yankees won. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's a team I'd live bet if they you see them go up one nothing, put the money on the Rays. Definitely, because it's legal here in Pennsylvania. Exactly, and they <laughs> and they uh, s- split with Baltimore so far. The series will be decided today. They got a quality start from McClanahan and Josh Lowe. Continues to rake up at the big league level. Can he? Can he keep the K's down? Can he? You know, he's got a, a speed power combination that could be really dangerous in that lineup. So, uh, Tampa, you know, playing Baltimore, that's a, that's a good good series. Baltimore is a team that I think will fall too. I just don't think they have the pitching to sustain. Yeah, but they could. They have the young position players. Yeah, and they could become buyers. If they do, you're saying they don't sustain it all the way to the break. Exactly. Yeah. I think they might. I think they might surprise you. I think um, Holt, their pitching coach, learned everything he did. From, he came from the Astros? Yeah, from Strom. And they, and he's known for transforming True. pitchers. So I wouldn't say I, – I wouldn't count the Orioles out. Plus, the team chemistry right now seems really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like they're really riding a high. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm actually gonna be in Camden Yards this Sunday. Ooh, what? I'm um, gonna go see the Pirates. Mitch Keller's pitching Sunday. Nice. I'm going to Nationals Park on Saturday, so wow. take a little trip out of it. Cool. But yeah, I'm excited because I was at Camden Yards last year, and it's one of my favorite ballparks. Such a cool ballpark. It's yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. Um, but yeah, so then um, during the the week here, Baltimore loses two or three in Atlanta. Wait, not Atlanta. Boston's playing Atlanta. I Scott is confused. <laughs> This was the weekend series. Sorry, guys. Um, they lost two or three in Atlanta. This was a fun series. The first game, Santander hit two home runs. One grand, one of them was a grand slam. Um, and Dean Kramer got a quality start. Um, Baltimore, going into this weekend, have had won 16 of their last 20. And they were 11-0 and in series openers. Mm. Um, Rutch, Adley Rutschman on two... Uh, also on um, this weekend hit a m- absolute missile onto Utah Street. That's like the right. street right in right field there. Um, so Baltimore, I mean, they're fun. They're fun to watch. They're super fun. So, I, I, you know, I'm just expecting the pitching to fall. But, hey, if if Holt is the – I didn't know he was the pitching coach. You never yeah. know. Maybe Tyler Wells, who's looked good, could, could be a spark for them. Grayson Rodriguez just came up. Even Kyle Gibson as a veteran. Yep, don't necessarily count them out. Blue Jays, last but not least, in this division. The Jays sweep the Buccos in Pittsburgh. What a packed stadium that was all weekend. Were you there? I was. It was packed. Um, Lots of Canadians in Pittsburgh. Who knew? 
Um, I guess we're not that far away. Well, no, a lot of them can't. Yeah, four hour. I think it's like four, four hour, four yeah, and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. Um, they sweep the Pirates. They outscore them 22-3 to three over the weekend. Whit Merrifield had a good series, had three stolen bases on Friday. George Springer had a big home run. Dalton Varsho hit one into the Allegheny. Fun fact, son of former Pirate Gary Varsho, uh, was an outfielder in 1994 and also on the coaching staff from 2008 to 2010. Hmm. So, uh, welcome home, kind of, Dalton Varsho. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's uh, the Blue Jays are in Philly, and you were we were just you were just yeah, watching that game. Just, what happened there? Um, they just lost to the Phillies in overtime. Wow, I've been watching too much basketball. Um, <laughs> in overtime. Yeah, in ten. So the Phillies took that game. I think they um, took the series. 10. I think it was a two-game series because they okay. Toronto lost game one. Philly. Alec Manoa continues to struggle, mm. but um, not really worried about the Blue Jays as of as of right now. So let's go into the AL Central. Um, Chicago White Sox win their second series of the year. Congrats, Chicago. Wow. In Cincinnati, they take two <laughs> of three. Everyone wants Jerry to sell the team. Yeah. Um, they take two of three in Cincinnati uh, with a 17-4 to four win on Sunday, putting an exclamation point on it. Mm. Um, right now, they're split with Kansas City. Game three is tonight. Um, and game four, this is a four-game series. Game four is tomorrow. Um, uh, I guess a bright spot, Lucas Giolito is figuring it out after having a rough last year yeah. and then also starting off this year kind of rough. Um, he's had a couple quality starts back to back. Um, great, great guy. I love listening to him on the Rose Rotation podcast. Seems like a, a, a good guy in baseball. Uh, but the White Sox sit at 13 and 24. This, this division is, is hard to watch. Yeah, just like all the, all the centrals, honestly. So that takes me to Cleveland. So Cleveland takes two or three versus Minnesota at home. That was a battle. That was a big series battle for the AL Central. Stephen Rich Homie Kwan hit his first home run of the year uh, with a pitching duel on Sunday. Cal Quantrill, seven innings pitch, one hit, four Ks versus Joe Ryan in a 2 nothing win. But then they lose two out of three this week at home versus the very hot Detroit Tigers. I know, right? Crazy. I, I think know. Detroit is second in the. Division. Yeah, they are second in the division. Two games under five hundred, but hey, they're winning. They seven, uh, seven and three in their last ten games. Yeah, pitching has really stepped up. Pitching has stepped up. Um, they took two of three from St. Louis this weekend, which was huge in St. Louis. Um, so they've won six of their last eight. Riley Green, I think, is the X factor. He's really starting to settle in, and that was another guy that you know, Shore and I talked about last week. Don't give up on these prospects too early. Like he's, his lows were never as low as Jared Kelnick, and he was just figuring stuff out. I mean, hitting around two thirty, two forty, but now he's like really, he's had a really hot couple of um, few games. Um, he's got a lot of talent and is a key for them to be successful. Mm. Um, so when they lo- they take two or three in Cleveland, they win pa- eight of their past 11, actually. And Eduardo Rodriguez, as you said, the pitching stepped up. Yeah. He's 15 straight scoreless innings. He's looked, uh, That's the guy they invested in. Yep. So It's good to see. Honestly, to see. I, I knew Detroit was this kind of team to never count out. I've been saying it since they start, the season started. They're the team that is going to – they have, like, sneaky good players, and they're not going to just roll over. Like, they're going to be a hard out, a hard 
a hard fought win. Mm. Um, and they've proven that in this past week. So yeah, this is where we differed, I think in our central previews because I had Kansas city over them. I liked, yeah. I thought they had the star, uh, the, the higher ceiling in their lineup. Um, but I think that they don't have an Eduardo Rodriguez in the rotation. Right. Uh, which brings us to Kansas City, mm. who drops two of three to Oakland at home. Yeah, yeah. Can't let that happen. <laughs> Brad Keller struggled. Um, they called up a top p- prospect, Michael Garcia. He's a shortstop. He's looked pretty good. Um, they're as I stated earlier with the White Sox, they're split in that series. Jordan Lyles pitched a complete game uh, in their game two loss. Um, this is a four game series, so game four will be tomorrow. But right now it's split one one. Um, depending on the outcome of tonight's game, I, the, I, Kansas City is ten and twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, it's really That's disappointing to me. Even though no one expected them to be good, like I expected them to be better than Detroit. Honestly, I did at least. I know you didn't, but kind of disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Kansas City. <laughs> it is what it is. AL West, the Houston Astros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lose two of three in Seattle. That was a big series. J.P. France debuted. Do you, are you familiar with J.P. France? I am. Another draft pick of mine. Oh, is he? Okay. Well, he looked good on his debut. Five innings pitched, three hits, five Ks. He was a 14th round pick from Mississippi State in yeah. 2018. Yeah. 2018. That's my draft year, baby. <laughs> was that the Jeremy Pena year? Yes. Nice. Good draft class. Yeah, it was. Um, bad news. Luis Garcia is undergoing t- Tommy John. Mm, yeah. hate to see that. Um, He's the rock the baby guy, right? Yeah, but it's, yeah. you know, uh, obviously I don't want to make light of his surgery, but this opens up the door for someone like a JP France. Like right. Houston is known for just filtering it's in guys. next man up yeah. They knew that, like you just have to know going in, there's going to be injuries. That's just the name of the game. It's the way it is. So knowing that, like having your depth, your pitching depth in the minors is huge. And Houston always does that. Yeah. Well, same same with Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so they're looking to win the series tonight in Anaheim. Yep, they did. Uh, they did. Yep. Awesome. So Framber Valdez last night, stellar quality yeah. start, twelve Ks and in eight innings pitched. Um, gave up one just one run. I think it was a home run to rookie Zach Neto. Um, but I'm not. You know, I think they're around five hundred right now. They're one game above, actually. I'm not worried about the Astros. I don't think anyone is, to be fair. No one's worried about the Astros, but guess what? The Mariners take two or three from Houston. Big series. Um, They lost Robbie Ray for the year, but Bryce Miller, rookie pitcher, Mm. two unbelievably unbelievable uh, starts for to start his career. Um, You know, on Sunday he had six innings pitched, two hits, and five Ks, no one runs. He's looked really good. he will probably be up in the rotation for the year. Logan Gilbert opened the game versus, um, you know, they have a ma- the series with Texas right now. He opened the game on Monday with seven consecutive strikeouts. Mm. Pretty ridiculous. They did lose today against the Rangers. So they lost that series um, in Texas, I believe. I was, no, in, in Seattle. In Seattle. Mm. AL West. I know. Hot in the streets. Yeah. I was uh, watching that one today, waiting for you to come over. And did you know that the Mariners have an Australian announcer or a no commenter? Way. I did not know that. Epic. What's his it name? Makes it, I don't know. I just found this out while watching. I was interesting. Like, makes it so much interesting. So much more interesting. Excuse me. It's just like 
the accent really captures oh yeah <laughs> for sure for sure I'd, i have to listen to some mariners games yeah let me i'm gonna google his name real quick um watch it be like he's not australian i wonder if it's ryan roland smith australian mariners broadcaster yep nailed it is it yeah he did okay so he played for the mariners and i know he's australian he did a lot of the world baseball classic games so he did like all gotcha. the italy games in taiwan okay yeah, yeah that's him. yeah he's he's actually really good yeah I, I like listening to him yeah i mean it's the accent it's the accent for <laughs> sure um george kirby on tuesday in their uh, lone win against the rangers seven innings pitch zero and runs nine k's that's a really good outing against a really good offense Kirby's one of my um, sleeper picks for Cy. Mm, nice. I like him a lot. Um, Texas takes two of three in Anaheim. Yeah. And then two. And two of three against Seattle. So they're cleaning up in the West. Um, Eovaldi, uh, scoreless streak, continues at 20 innings pitched. John Gray had a seven-inning 8K start against Seattle on Monday. Crazy. Uh, Texas is... I mean, proving me wrong, I think. Yeah, I was, they're uh, first in the division right now. Yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely going to be there at the end. I, this offense is really good. Yeah, and their pitching is stepping up for sure. Yeah, uh, first in go the Rangers. division. Go Rangers. You don't even like the Rangers. I, who said that? <laughs> uh, the Angels split with Houston uh, going into tonight's game, but they lost they the lost. series. Or, yeah, they lost. Oh, sorry. We already season, announced yeah. that. Yeah. Um, they lost a series to the Astros. Uh, they also uh, lost their series against the Rangers. But Zach Neto had his first career home run off of Framber Valdez. Pretty cool. And Shohei Otani is proven to be a really good arm as yeah. well as a bat. He had a match with Framber last night. Yeah. So um, Oakland takes two of three in Kansas City. Uh, Brent Rooker has been a nice story. He hit his 10th home run of the year. Asturi Ruiz is up to 17 stolen bases and betting 270. I think he might steal 1,000. <laughs> Call He's, him that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, J.J. Blade has emerged. He was a third overall pick from Vandy. He got traded in A.J. Puck deal from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- he's a former Western, he's a Western PA guy, so I'm happy for him. Um, he slashes K rate, which has been huge. And another Western PA guy, Mason Miller, was sent back to Oakland after his quality start on Sunday. Uh, it looks like it might be trending towards TJ, which is mm, sad news. Yeah. He's been a fun story. Um, but yeah, Oakland, like, we've been, like, sort of clowning Oakland. Not really clowning. <laughs> I don't want to use that word. But they're obviously bad, right? They're actually <laughs> interesting. Like, uh, some of their players I'm really intrigued by. I like Ruiz. I like Blade. I like Rooker. Um, they they were swept in New York. Uh, Jordan Rookie Jordan Diaz had one MLB home run in his first, like, 89 at bats and he had three home runs in Tuesday's game, which yeah, is pretty cool. Nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're eight they're, and 30. They're eight and 30. They've got like fun players, I guess. That's how Oakland is. Guys just come out of nowhere. Uh, Josh Donaldson, not nowhere, but like, but kind of, kind of, that small market team, like churning out like the Rays or Houston. Like that's just kind of how it is. Um, yeah. I want to get into the American league or national. Well. Let's get into the national. So National League, Sarah. Yeah, Liga Nacional. Let's jump into it. Uh, the Atlanta Braves take two or three versus Baltimore. Max Freed hit the IL after a rough start, mm. five run runs. You hate to see it. Strain left forearm, um, but Sean Murphy stays red hot. He has He's nine home runs. So good. The A's or the A's that Braves, Atlanta. Really good at baseball. Yeah, Spencer Strider continues to put up large strikeout numbers. Eleven straight starts with eight plus Ks. Um. 
Atlanta is really good. I don't. There's nothing more to say. Like, yeah, they're, they're leading the East. They're just gonna lead the National League, I think. I think they're gonna run away with the NL East. Yeah, I really do. I think so too. Um, the Phillies lose two of three to Boston at home, but Harper yeah. hits his first homer of the year versus Corey Kluber. <laughs> he looks like a transformer when with that arm piece he oh, wears yeah. when he gets on base. Yeah. Um, he, it's fun to see him back and back so quickly. Yeah, it's crazy. Quality start. Less from than 200 days. Less, less than 200 days. That has to be the quickest return, yeah. return from. Um, quality start from Tywon Walker on Sunday to avoid the sweep. Um, so their two-game series with Toronto started on Tuesday. They won game one, eight to four, behind a NOLA quality start in Castellanos three-hit game, and they won today. Yes, in in ten, in, in overtime. 10, yeah, in overtime. <laughs> yeah. So Philly wins those two games. Um, you know, I think they're the second best team in this division. Um, Even though they're currently sitting third. They're sitting third, which brings me to the, the next team, the Mets, who I'm concerned about. They've lost a lot of series they should be winning games in. Mm-hmm. They got swept by the Tigers. Who? Maybe the Tigers. I don't know. They're kind of hot, but still, <laughs> they lost two of three at home to the Rockies. Um, Joey Lucchese and Tyler McGill struggle. Um, you know, their three game series in Cincinnati started on Tuesday. They lost game one in Cincinnati. Yeah, they've, they've had like an easy friends. schedule. They've had like a rather e- easy schedule. Yeah. Pete Alonso hit his 12th home run of the year, tied with Max Monsi for the major league lead. Uh, Max Scherzer was scratched from his start yesterday and Peterson was recalled. Uh, rough 3.1 innings pitched, uh, Verlander tonight and Cody Singh tomorrow. So, yeah. Well, I'm pulling for Verlander. Pulling for Verlander, yeah. Um, the Marlins lose two of three at Wrigley, and they're, they are split with Arizona going into today's game. Yeah, and they actually won today. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I saw it was 4-4 four, four going Yeah, they won 5-4. Cool. They so they won that the series. They the top of the ninth. They've been like a pleasant surprise. Are they both yeah. 500 now? Um, they're, they're at 500. They're at they're 500. They're 19 and 19. Jesus Lazardo had a quality start on Tuesday. Luis Arias is still over a 400. He's our closest bet to a guy hitting 400 again. Yeah. Which is crazy that he's on the Marlins. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then another um, fun, um, uh, you know, thing is Yuri Perez, top pitching prospect. Yeah. Six foot eight, front front line starter, potential ace. Six eight and playing baseball is going to be dominant because they should be in another sport probably. He's getting called up to start Friday night versus Cincinnati, making his debut. Um, excited for Yuri Perez. I'll probably tune into that one. But, uh, yeah, Marlins, pleasant surprise. Definitely. Um, I've also been weirdly surprised by the Nationals. Yeah? Because they're winning more games than I thought they what would. What are they at right now? They're 16-21. and 21, Okay. But they're putting up numbers against San Francisco, which is, like, a team that I think they wouldn't be better than. Yeah, they you put up a lot today, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. So that's what's kind of confusing to me. It's like, oh, they they can hit and they can score. Well, do you remember like when we were talking about them in our um, you know, NL East division preview, um it was a team that we were interested by. They had like guys like CJ Abrams, Mackenzie right. Gore, Dom Smith. Right. But I you know, I obviously they're not gonna be a playoff team, but they're interesting. You know, they lost two of three in Arizona. Uh, but then they take two of three in San Francisco. Josiah Gray quality start today. Their rookie that they called up, Jake Irvin, has been who hasn't put up good <laughs> like numbers. It's the two uh, quality starts to start his career. Um, 
I'm going to Nationals Park for the first time on, on Saturday. I'm excited. They're playing the Mets. Another easy series for the Mets. Should Supposedly. be. Supposedly. Um, Dom Smith revenge game. Yes. What? <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah. Uh, Nationals. Yeah. Fun-ish. Fun-ish. Yeah, for sure. NL Central. Um, so when I left the to go to Italy, the Pirates were in first of the NL Central. I come back, and they're still in first, Scotty. What is going on? They're still in first because they got off to such a big lead. Um, it's starting to dwindle. <laughs> yeah. They got swept again by the Jays at home this weekend after they got swept by the Rays. And then they lost. So they had a seven-game losing streak going into Monday. Oviedo had a second consecutive rough start, six turn runs from Saturday. And then they lose two of three to Colorado at home. Which you should not do. No, not to Colorado. After sweeping them in Denver but four games. In four games. Uh, The bright spot, Mitch Keller is a guy. He's And people need to start realizing that. Like He's a top 30 pitcher in this game, I think. Yeah. Uh, Complete game shutout, not innings pitch, four hits, no earned runs, eight Ks. They called up Luis Ortiz. Everyone's been banging the table for him, including myself. Rough first outing. Uh, five innings pitched, seven hits, two earned runs. Five runs, two earned. Um, they're one and nine in their last ten games. They're starting to call off. I think this is. I think they're in between this and what they started as. Obviously, yeah. I think this is. They're re- they're hitting their both ends. Yeah. Um. But. I was afraid what that start would do to the fan base because I don't think they're a playoff team and I don't think many people people that know baseball think that they're a playoff team. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'm rooting for the, I'm I'm it's fun in Pittsburgh right now to watch baseball. So I want them to can to continue being ex- being exciting and and watchable. Yeah. I think they will like still draw fans regardless because Kutch is back. Yeah. And that's what makes it so exciting. And playing well. And he's playing well. He had a bomb today. Yeah. It's awesome. So um, that's the Pirates sitch right now. They're going to Baltimore this weekend, which should be kind of a tough series. Yeah. Baltimore is on. Um, anywho, Milwaukee is nipping at their heels. Yeah. Milwaukee is, but also Milwaukee's in kind of a free fall right now. They lose two of three in San Francisco, and then they lose two of three at home versus the Dodgers. They're two and eight in their last ten. Yeah. Um, they got off to a hot start, and then they were sparked by their young guys, and now their young guys have cooled off. Um, Garrett Mitchell is probably out for the season. Not probably he is. Um, you know, uh, this is a team that I think will contend for the division, but they're cold right now. Yep. So, um, you know, which brings me to the Cardinals. I know it has been bad. It's been really <laughs> bad, but I – see a scenario where they could still compete with their division 13 and 24 yeah i still think they can com- is that crazy that i still think they can compete for the division like they, they I put don't themselves think so. that's how weak the central is yeah like i think it's doable um they put themselves in quite the hole they lost two or three to detroit at home and then wainwright returned goldie hit three home runs on sunday they've they've um they're aiming for a sweep of the cubs tonight at wrigley which will be huge but they have to face justin Steele. Um, one thing I don't like why f- growing up, the Cardinals have always been an organization that does everything right. Yeah. Says the right things, develops better than anyone. But I feel like everything they've done this year has been wrong. Um, like the only more mall sure. And I touched on this last week and I, he's, I like him a lot, but the way he handled the Tyler O'Neill stuff was not how I think a manager should handle those situations. Um, 
And now the team is it's being put out there that they're like basically blaming Wilson Contreras for their struggles, which is I, I don't get laughable. Like, laughable. Um, you know, it's they're using him as a, like a scapegoat. They yeah, exactly. they say they want familiar the pitchers. Apparently, the pitchers went to the pitching coach and they don't like throwing to him. Like you threw to Yachty for like the last decade, yeah. more than a decade. Like you're not going to replicate that. But also, like, come on, pitchers, stop being pitchers. Yeah, change is uncomfortable. Like um, you're getting paid millions of dollars. Relax. And they're it's also okay. their pitcher. Their pitching staff is weak. Yeah, uh, it is weak. Look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad for Will. He's taken a lot of brunt, and he's handled it very well, I must say. Um, I'm a Contreras fan. He went back to Chicago this weekend after making kind of some stupid comments in the office. I don't know. I don't know about stupid, but he just like said that he was with a better organization and stuff right. like that. Like Cubs and Cardinals are rivals, and so f- of course it was going to fuel the f- uh, yeah. you know, fans at Wrigley. But um, I'm rooting for him. I'm. I hope he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Um, and I hope he, the pitchers, you know, get it together. Like, come yeah, on. You're gonna it's not it. all Contreras' fault. Yeah, exactly. And doesn't make, like, make for a good working relationship either. No, no, no. Which brings me to the Cubs. <laughs> the Cubs are, are they, do you have the standings? Up yeah, there? they are 17 and 19, sitting third in the division. So that's another team. I, th- I think there's, a, they could compete for the division. I really I do. think so too. Um, they take two or three versus the Marlins. They're fun to watch as well. I I agree. They take two or three versus the Marlins at home, but they might get swept by the Cardinals tonight. Um, Matt Mervis played for Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic. Love it. Uh, one of their top prospects. Uh, got his f- uh, got, uh, made his debut this weekend. First MLB hit was an RBA single off of Tanner Scott. Nickname is Mash Mervis, so Ooh. get used to it. Um, and... There has been two Cubs starting pitchers since 1914 with 14 consecutive consecutive starts allowing two earned earn runs or less. Jake Arrieta and Justin Steele. Justin wow. Steele is, a, is like a Mitch Keller in my mind. Like not enough people are talking yeah. about him. He's a legit starter. He should really come to Pittsburgh. Imagine Steele City. Oh, oh he would. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would reap <laughs> the benefits of that. But uh, some bad news. Nico Horner stayed today with a hammy. I hope it's not too serious. Hammies can be kind of a... Mm a pain yeah and he's been a real bright spot in that lineup but hey the cubs are fun and um this division's wide open yeah it is for everyone except for this team right now the cincinnati reds <laughs> yeah they lose two of three to the white Sox at home um they won game one at home versus the mets uh tj friedel stays hot they have tyler stevenson who's been been good but um i don't really have much to say here sarah this team is bad they are, but they're not in the cellar. Cardinals. Oh, are that's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cardinals are in the bottom. Of they'll this be in the cellar before long. Don't momentarily. Worry. <laughs> yeah, checks out. Let's wrap it up with the NL West. Um, I'm gonna start with the Dodgers, the f- the best team in the NL West. Yeah, let's get into them. Important series. They take two or three in San Diego. They sit atop of the West. All close games. It's like the Red Sox Yankees of the West now. Yeah. They take two or three in Milwaukee. Is Kershaw a Cy Young candidate? Is I he having a revival? He, yeah, he Not is. Not that he was ever bad, but like... He's on his Hall of Fame shit right now. Six and two with a 236 ERA. Like, he's looking really good right now with yeah. Walker Bueller out. He's basically uh, Sandy Koufax reincarnate. Like, he's unbelievable. First ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. Kershaw. No Without doubt a doubt. It. I don't no even doubt. Why that even needs to be said. But. <laughs> um, Dodgers are good, and they... Didn't bring back Trey Turner. Like a lot of people looked at this this um, roster this year, even though they have Freddie Freeman's Mookie Betts. Like, well, this team looks different. Well, 
let me introduce you to James Outman, yeah. Max Muncy back, um, Will Smith, one of the best catchers in the game. Alrighty, the Padres, they lose a series to the Dodgers, but Tatis, two home runs. Is he a Dodger killer? I swear every time I, <laughs> I, I see so many Tatis versus Dodgers home runs. Mm. Um, you Darvish had a quality start in their sole win. Um, the Padres, I am not too worried about. They are around 500 now. Yep, they're 19 and 17. They're above, um, and they're sitting right now third in the division. Just wait till Tatis gets it going, which he hasn't been playing bad. Um, Soto hopefully gets it going. Machado, yeah. like he's got the star power. They star have power. Their lineup's insane. Yeah. They should be right there, nipping at the Dodgers' heels. Um, yeah, Arizona. Arizona. Um, they're coming to Pittsburgh next week. You bet I got a ticket because I love my Serpentes. <laughs> you do love your Serpentes. Um, they take two or three from Washington. Merrill Kelly, a.k.a. Captain America, <laughs> 10 Ks in seven in- innings. Lourdes Gurriel, six for eight versus the Nationals, He's three home right runs. Now. Yeah, he is. He's doing really well. The Gurriel brothers like would win batting titles every year. They, they just hit the ball, but... It's um, something in the blood. Something in the blood like there, yeah. Cuban blood. Corbin Carroll had a 12-game hit streak through the Your weekend. <laughs> Snapped on Monday, though. I love hey. Corbin Carroll. Love me some Corbin Carroll. Um, they lost the series to the Miami today, but Zach Gallen, another quality start. Seven innings pitch, seven Ks. Brandon Fott, their top pitching prospect. Rough two f- uh, first starts, six earned runs on Tuesday. Was <laughs> Bless you. Was hit Excuse hard me. again. Brandon fought yet was hit hard again. Um, maybe they'll probably send him back down to figure things out. But um, they've got a a good group of young pitchers to look forward to behind Zach Gallen um, in the future. Um, San Francisco staying alive, sorta take two or three from the uh, Brewers. Kinda, but I still think other teams in the National League, for sure, who have less wins than them are better than them. For sure. Agreed. Um, they take two or three from the Brewers. Thyro Estrada, Tyro Estrada is hitting 336, two home runs um, during that series. But they lose two or three at home to the Nationals. That's, yeah, that's not okay. Someone I've been disappointed <laughs> in is Sean Mania. Like, the Giants Same. have been reviving pitchers. I thought he'd be the next one, but he's yeah. been hit hard a lot. He got, his ERA is close to eight. Yeah, he had eight, I think eight runs today he gave up. Yeah, So 2.2 okay. <laughs> innings. <laughs> Um, but they called up uh, a top prospect, Casey Schmidt, who's playing shortstop while Brandon Crawford is hurt. First MLB hit was a solo home run off of Patrick Corbin. He was a 2020 second-round pick from San Diego State. Love to see it. We love our prospects. Um, and then last but not least, the Rockies take two of three in the Queens. They'd had a, they had the a good – In the Queens. They had a good um, – Road, road trip. trip yeah they really did it in, on the east coast uh rookie ezekiel tovar had five hits and four rbis um in that series and they won their second straight series on the road taking two of three from the pirates chris bryant had his a thousandth a career hit at pnc Whoa, good for him versus mitch keller one of the hits <laughs> versus mitch keller and the game i was at on tuesday yesterday jerickson profar had two home runs nice so rockies have had a decent run here but they're still in the cellar of the nl west and we expect them to stay put there it was a good week for baseball thanks for uh catching me up i really only watched starting monday so missed the Mm. weekend series so appreciate you uh catch me up on that well good thing here sarah is that we have a lot of a lot of the weekend series were amazing and i think there's a lot of repeat series this weekend Mm, nice perfect 
Um, excited for that. All righty. So, Sarah, our weekly superlatives. Play, superlatives. Pitcher, player, play of the week. Yeah. Um, I would say pitcher, hitter. Pitch, pitcher, hitter, and play of the week. Yeah. All right. Sarah, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, starting with pitcher. Yeah. Um, my pitcher of the week is Framber Valdez. Um, mostly because of his last start, but he has 20 strikeouts in his two starts th- th- this month. In the month of May, he has 20 strikeouts, and it's only May 10th. That's insane. That's a lot. That's a lot of strikeouts, Scotty. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. So he's my pitcher of the week. He's dominating. It's good to see. And um, yeah, that's a lot of strikeouts. I am going to go. I'm torn here because there's two guys I really want to pick. Um, But I am going to go with Mitch Keller because I think he needs some love. I yeah. love me some Mitch Keller. He's a guy. I remember seeing him in single A when we were with the Mets. It's like, this guy is one of the best minor league pitchers I've, I've seen. Yeah. Great stuff. The stuff has always been there. He's putting it all together. Fun to watch. Complete game. Shutout against the Rockies. Nine innings pitch, four hits, zero runs, one walk, eight Ks. Amazing. Putting the K in Keller. Absolutely. My hitter of the week is, well, there, it, he plays for the Atlanta Braves. There's it. a lot of good hitters on that team. Um, I'm going with Sean Murphy. He has 16 RBIs in the month of May. So that's basically since I've been gone. So that's why my hitters and pitchers of the week represent that. He has 16 RBIs in the month of May, and he has a batting average of 414 in in that time period. So he is looking good and uh, someone to watch, someone to stick with. He's on fire right now. Love that. He was actually my hitter of the week last week. So oh, there you go. It's accumulating. It. He's having a good month, like yeah. you said. <laughs> um, my hitter of the week, I was really worried you were going to pick him. Not that I didn't have another option, but is Harrison Bader. Yeah, I knew you were going to pick Yankees. So. <laughs> Harry Bader from the Bronx. Harry Bades. Um, 11 for 21 in his return this week. Two triples, three home runs, 11 RBIs. That's a 523 average. Um, he has been an unbelievable spark for this team when they needed it most. Yep. He plays with this like swagger that the Yankees need, um, and he's an elite center fielder. So yeah. especially with Judge and Stanton out, like this. Stanton, Judge just came back. Oh, he did. Okay. But still, he hold held it down over the weekend. Yeah. And stuff, so. Um, so those are our hitter and pitcher of the week. How about play of the week, Sarah? What play do you got? Play of the week. Um, I just saw this. I've been, like I said, been catching up because I've been drowning in wine in a foreign country. Um, so my play of the week is Bobby Witt Jr. Giving some love to Bobby Witt. He made an incredible throw across the diamond. I don't know if you saw that. Um, but check it out. We'll post it on our Twitter and, uh, yeah. Absolutely. No, I saw that one. That was pretty impressive. He's got a cannon. He has a cannon. Which my play was similar. Um, I had Javi Baez diving play versus Cleveland on Tuesday. He made this like um, diving play the other way and the throw across his body. It was just impressive all around. As Javi Baez at his best. Yeah, so. those throws across across the diamond not only take arm strength but core strength, like insane amount of core strength. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Um, I. Th- don't think people really realize but yeah cool superlatives superlatives um we will come back with the oh i have another play of the week yeah that i would like to be posted okay um it is the it's not really a play but it's 
an honorable mention and that includes players it's the orioles birdbath um celebration whenever there's an extra base hit have you seen this i haven't the orioles literally all on the dugout oh, the sprinklers the, the, yeah, yeah it's the birdbath that, is that what they call it yeah they all spit out um <laughs> their water in simultaneously when someone gets an extra base hit so i i would like that to be posted actually I as got my it. play of the week got it thank you thank you so we will come back we'll talk about um you know vi- vineyard vibes the games we're excited for this weekend um and also sarah's name segment that's right so all righty things to look forward to all righty we are back vineyard vibes what 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 are the vibes? Are they good vibes, bad vibes? What the are you vibes are up? good, Sarah. Okay. The vibes nice. are well. Actually, there's some sad vibes to start oh, off no. with. All right. So let's let's get into those first. Um, rest in peace to two legends, Vita Blue, um, left-handed pitcher, Oakland A's, Giants, Kansas City, six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion with the A's, 1971 Cy Young and ERA leader. Pitched a no-no on September 21st, 1970, and a combined no-no on September 28th, 1975. He was married on the pitcher's mound at Candlestick Park, and his Epic. best man was Willie McCovey. That's so sick. Pretty cool he, story. Um, this week, I have a submission for Old Timers Club Names of the Week, and he, I mean, that's Vita a, Blue. Vita Blue. What a name. name. So he's my Old Timer Mention of the Week. Also, rest in peace to Dick Rote, local legend in Pittsburgh, from Wilkinsburg, PA, eight-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, 1960 with the Pirates and 64 with the Cardinals. He was the legendary middle infield of Grote and Mazeros, Bill Mazeroski. Oh, uh, nice. 1960 NL MVP, 1960 NL batting champion. Um, he also was a Duke basketball player and was picked third overall in the 1952 NBA draft. Played one season with the Fort Wayne Pistons. What? That's epic. And I, he's... Near and dear to my heart because for my whole entire childhood up until last year, he called every pit basketball game. He was an announcer. Gotcha. So, rest in peace, Dick Grote. Legend um, will not be forgotten. Um, in some other news around the league, the Orlando Magic co-founder, Pat Williams, continues to work toward bringing an expansion franchise to Central Florida. Interesting. Saw a picture of the stadium design. It was insane. No, does Florida need a third team? I don't no. think so. Well, they might lose the race, but then they'd be back to two. <laughs> I don't know if Florida needs a third team. There's a lot of other cities I'd like to see, Charlotte, Nashville, in the south. That would, I think Yeah, would I don't think they have the pop, the fan base. Like, There's so many other entertainment options in Florida. The beach, Disney, those two things alone take up other people's time. They have basketball which is much bigger sport than baseball in Florida. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't really. Even hockey's picking Florida somehow. Yeah, the Pan. Oh, don't get me started. I know. Oh. <laughs> um, also, the Phillies and Mets will play a series in London next year. Ooh, Fun. cool. Um, and <laughs> a little bit of funny news. Uh, the Dodgers are staying, well, this they already did this past week, in Milwaukee's haunted F- Fister Hotel in the historic Third Ward. Yep. And Mookie bet said hell nah (laughs) (laughs) rented his own airbnb i guess he stayed there the last time they went to milwaukee and said he couldn't sleep yeah most most teams do stay there do they really yeah okay that's not i don't think i'd want to stay there either i don't mess around with that yeah uh, stuff so that's really funny 
Um, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw it when I was away and took a screenshot. But New Era basically nixed Atlanta's home run celebration, the hat, the like foam hat. Oh, yeah. Because it's not. Oh, the big hat? Yeah, the big hat, the big foam. New Era was like, no, guys, sorry, you can't do that. I don't know what the deal was. I just got a quick notification. I, I didn't know if you saw this. I did not. Yeah. Ooh, refill time. Um, yeah. Uh, here, let me t- see. I took a screenshot. It's like, why is this in my photos from Italy? And then I remembered. Um, yeah. New Era was not about their home run celebration, um, which is just interesting. It's like the least interesting home run celebration yeah, of, out of, of all the teams. All the ones that are coming out nowadays. Yeah, exactly. I just thought that was funny. It's like, that's the one that gets canceled. <laughs> interesting interesting um but yeah so that's the vibes for this week um how about some games that we're excited for sarah yeah um real quick let me just do my name of the week oh name um, of the week first Let's besides do the old i don't know but to back up did you um if you had a chance to listen to our three-hour episode sure and i did a nice little spin on this segment okay so I didn't this is your get segment that far yet. but we <laughs> it's gonna take you a couple of days but uh <laughs> we did uh we picked a historic name like legendary n- names that no one had ever heard of before. Oh, nice! Love and we kind of did like a his like yeah. rundown of who the person was. Mine you was know, Cannonball Titcomb. Oh my gosh, that's great! Yes, yeah. I love that. The old timey baseball names are legendary. We got it. We got the idea from watching foolish baseball clips, and he was like listing the worst players to ever throw a no hitter, and we're laughing so hard. So yeah. nice. Anyways, let's um, hear your names. My just one name this week, besides Vita Blue, who gets my honorable mention, Old Timers Club, Mookie Betts. Mookie I mean, Betts. Who's that guy? What a name, right? Mookie. Yeah, I like it. Mookie. What's his Betts? Mookie is his nickname, right? See, now you're putting me on the spot. Mookie Betts is a legendary name. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Yeah, his name's Marcus Lynn. Ah, okay. But Mookie, I Betts, like Mookie. Are you kidding me? His last name's Betts. Like, <laughs> sick. Um, so yeah, that's my name of the week. But we can get into our games now for this upcoming weekend. We are over the hump. Hump day has passed, and now we have a new slot of weekend series coming up. Alrighty, so two na- uh, matchups e- each. You know the rules. Um, Sarah, what is a matchup that you're excited for? Well, you already mentioned it earlier in the pod, but um, Rays Yankees, that's just going to be an all time battle all season long. They're going to be so um, fighting for that top spot. Obviously, the Yankees are in the cellar right now, so they really need these wins. Um, but definitely something to look forward to Battle of the AL East. You got Cole going on Friday, Nestor going on Saturday, and just good matchup. Love that. Um, I think my first one, there's a couple I could pick here, um, but I am going to go Atlanta at Toronto. Yeah, that's sure. a, that's going to be a good one. I think. Definitely. Um, I am going to go then to the rivalry in the West Padres Dodgers. That's just same thing. That's kind of like the Yankees Red Sox. You said earlier in the pod as well. Yankees Red Sox of the West. It's, the the freeway battle and yeah west coast best coast west coast best coast maybe i don't know um yeah i i think i'm gonna stay um local 
Um, I am excited for, quite literally, because I'm going, <laughs> the Pirates at the Orioles. I think that'll be a good one. Um, yeah, for sure. Adley Rutschman, I think we could be best friends. <laughs> Hit us up. But, yeah, no, I'm excited for Camden Yards, and I, I think that series will be a good one. Yeah, and I can't believe you've ever been. You've been. Yeah, I went last oh, year. You've never been, been to second. Nationals. Never been to Nationals. Bastards. Yeah. Um, so those are our games of the week. Let's get into our wine. We made it to the wine review and grade and comp. Sarah, what do you think of this wine? Well, it's good. I'll say that off the bat. um, It really is spicier. Like I get more spice as I drink it. Okay. Um, I would say it's good. I'm going to give it a 60. Ooh. Um, I really like it. It's different than a lot of one I've had. Well, just a lot of one I've had recently, at least. Um, spicier. Um, it, it's a good. It's a good wine to get something different, something new. Um, that's not just a, an Italian red, if you will. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna comp it to Wilson Contreras. Oh, shout out he Wilson! He is a little spicy he these is. days, and so is this one. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, I like this wine. Um, I am going to give it a 55. I give a lot of 55s. Um, this is a, yeah, it is spicy. Um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, pretty smooth, um, for the most part. I like the fruity taste that you get at, uh, on the first taste yeah uh, i feel like the sour comes in after comes in after but it fades after a while like, yeah i don't notice it now that we've had two glasses right yeah i like um you know i like how smooth it is um i could drink a lot of this yeah uh pretty easily um i'm trying to think of a smooth i'm gonna go cabrian Hayes. smooth yeah Fielder, um, you know, he, I don't think he's spicy. He's not. But he's smooth. He's very smooth. He's a smooth guy at third base. Um, No, I I, I think this is an above average wine. I like it a lot. And um, you should all try a Pinot Tage, especially if you're a Pinot Noir fan. I I am definitely tasting a lot of Pinot Noir here. Nice. Was this an expensive bottle? Um, I think it was like 15 maybe. Okay, not too bad. Fifteen dollar? Well, hell yeah, another one. Sorry, it wasn't a marathon episode that you do with your best friends, but yeah, Sarah, sorry, guess. we're not we're not friends like that. Yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Not. Um, but you know how I like it. Efficient. Ran through it. It's good to be back. Thanks for catching me up. Yeah. Great pick on the wine. Really was surprised it wasn't Italian. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I know, you know, I figured you had a lot of Italian wine. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to celebrate you coming back, but um, I wanted to get something different too. And I like it's it's named after a their founder. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool wine. You yeah, know? definitely. Good stuff, and we'll have fun this weekend too, Scotty. Thank Checking you. Out the ball I parks. will be watching a lot of baseball. I'll be posting on our social media. I was gonna say, please post on social media. Check us out Instagram, Twitter. We also have an email, thefalvine at gmail We'd love your ideas, comments, questions, unsolicited testimonials. Check us out, Scotty. We'll be posting from National Stadium and Orioles at Camden Yards. Absolutely. Right. Salute. Salute, Scotty.
intro music by Jordan Montgomery and Driving Well Black Records. Uh, look, big paper, I increase my wealth. Uh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I said, big paper, I increase my wealth. Huh. Red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's. Huh. Allow me to introduce myself. Oh, thank you.